Welcome to Inside Monster Jam, powered by Lucas Oil, the official Monster Jam podcast. I'm Scott Jordan. It is our season two finale. We are still rocking with our series previews. That means we have one left in this Arena Championship Series East. And to help me dive into that, we welcome back a friend of the show. We go to the Great Clips Hotline right down the road here in Florida to welcome back Dragons Cody Saucier. Cody, welcome back to Inside Monster Jam. Thanks for being here, man. Hey, Scott, man. Good to see you. Uh, let's do some chatting. Yeah, I appreciate it. For those of you interested in watching Cody's first episode of the show, it's back in the archive. Season one, episode eight, we did a rivalries edition with Todd the Duke. We talked about the monster energy years. And before we get started, Cody, I do want to uh, send my condolences to the Duke family. They lost uh, Kyle, a, a off-road racing legend earlier this week, man. I know you've been a part of that team with Monster Energy in the past. I know you're friends with Todd. Uh, any relationship to Kyle, That you, any memories you can share with us? Yeah, man. If, if you don't know the LeDuc family within the off-road or just the motorsport world in general, you must be living under a rock because they're, you know, their father, Kurt, and of course, Todd and Kyle. Um, I knew Todd great. As you all know, we were teammates. Uh, I did know Kyle a little bit. We did some one-off events, some displays together. Uh, one in particular, the Monster Energy Cup in, in Las Vegas uh, for Supercross. Great person. Man, we've had some – we partied hard. We drove hard. The whole brand with Monster Energy was was professional as it gets, and Kyle was right there at the top. So God bless him. It's uh, it's tragic, man. Yeah, that was my introduction to Kyle as well, the Monster Energy Cup. Uh, just, just a tragic loss. I talked to Todd a couple of days ago, and again, our condolences go out to the entire LeDuc family and the Monster Energy team uh, for the loss of a, a great athlete, a great family man, and Kyle LeDuc. Um, yes. That being said, let's uh, get down to business here on Inside Monster Jam. Before we get to 2024, Cody, let's talk about your 2023 season because uh, knowing you as a competitor and 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 you know looking at the standings and the stats, you're always at or near the top top of every series you've done 2023 you would finish fifth on arena championship series central i know you did you missed a few events brandon arthur filled in for you in dragon uh, but but what happened with you in 2023 uh, uh to, to sort of uh, put you down a little bit in the standings it was uh man it seems like every year the competition gets just that much more tough and uh it was it was a learning curve for me you know the year prior to going into this year it was my first time being in the dragon truck so no two trucks drive the same uh, no two trucks can you see out of the same. You know, they're all different. As close as they look similar to one another, they, they're all very different. So I still had a learning curve. We went to some new uh, some new facilities, some new buildings, so to speak, that I was not used to. But that's still no excuse. It, uh, I did miss a few events. You know, unfortunately, I had the bug. I got sick. So Brandon Arthur, thankfully, filled in for me. But um, I think it was just being that much more tough on the competition, dude. It's uh, If you're not spot on you're going to fall back in points really quick with how many elements there are within each event it's tough if you're out if you're out one you got a lot of catching up to do because whoever's out front you know during that event is usually going to run away with it well, and you had to uh, compete with Brandon Vincent and Gravedigger throughout the year. And, and I've gone on record of saying that you and Brandon are two of the best pure racers, if not the two best pure racers in Monster Jam. What was your experience like lining up with Brandon on an arena track every weekend? I wouldn't have it any other way, man. Me and Brandon go way back. We're, we're longtime friends. We cut our teeth wrenching on the Monster Jam trucks years ago. We all worked together at Digger's Dungeon in North Carolina. You know, Dennis all took of us under his wing and showed us the ins and outs on how to one up the competition that much more. And uh, we're proud of that, man. We're, we're technicians and uh, we know what the trucks are capable of and not capable of. We know how to, how to, how to tune the motor or tune the shocks just a little bit to try to, to 
to edge out the competition that much more. But when you combine those two in a final round, it was always a good time. I would always turn it up a little bit more, and I know he would do the same, and we never cut each other slack. But when the helmets came off, man, we were the first ones to critique one another. Good job. You're doing this right. You're doing that wrong. It was always uh, – we always learned from each other. And I was Breck Band of the time, man. He's he's come up through the ranks just like I have. And remember, just living a dream. Uh, you just talked about taking over Dragon for the first time. That That's a truck that it really became synonymous with John Zimmer Sr. And now yeah. you've been in that truck for a few years. Uh, can you talk a little bit about the legacy of Dragon and what it means to you to, uh, I know we touched on this in season one, but just talk a little bit about now after a year of being in the truck, what it means to you to carry on that legacy that John Zimmer had in Dragon and how you can bring that element to new fans in Monster Jam. Sure. Um, man, it's, it's a wild looking truck. It's a wild design. So I think it kind of has to be driven that way and i remember putting the body together for that thing the very first time i forget what the year was maybe 12 or something like that and uh charlie paulkin actually debuted it i think it was east rutherford and man ever since then it it was you know charlie paulkin was the first one to drive and everybody knows his driving style so from then on out it was always it had to be at that level and then john actually scott liddico took over won the young gun shootout with it in vegas that year heck of a driver zimmer took over then I took over. So it's always been uh, it's, it's always been a super competitive truck, if you ask me. And we're all very, very proud of and, and prideful getting behind the wheel of it. The fan base is totally different than what I'm used to, you know, representing Monster Energy for so long. Two totally different fan bases, but two awesome fan bases, man. I get everybody coming through the pit party lines with the die cast Spin Master trucks. And that's pretty cool, man. It's like a it's like an action hero of yourself. And uh, I never had that prior to this. So now it's just, it's cool. That's for Hall of Fame drivers right there in Dragon, man. So you have uh, Pawkin, Liddy Code, Zimmer, and now Saucier, man. That's, that's, it's a, Heck of a team it. there. Yeah, man. It's a heck of a team. And we're gonna we're gonna continue that talk here with Cody Sosier. Stay right where you are. More inside Monster Jam Power by Lucas Oil is next. Welcome back to Inside Monster Jam, powered by Lucas Oil. I'm joined this week by Dragons Cody Saucier as we dive into Arena Championship Series East in the 2024 season. Right now, we're looking back to 2023. Cody, you've uh, you've sort of taken on a mentor role in Monster Jam. You are an established veteran. You've you know, been to the top of the mountain. You won racing at the All-Star Challenge back in 2019. So you, you, you've done a lot of things here. You won a lot of trophies. But now, uh, I think the younger drivers that come into the sport look up to you, and uh, you started that trend kind of last year or two years ago with Weston Anderson. So talk a little bit about you kind of accepting that mentorship role and, and what that does for you on a weekly basis as these younger drivers look to you for advice. You know, Scott, to be totally honest, I never really thought of it that way, but uh, I guess you are right. Uh, we're not getting any younger, but um, that's humbling to hear. And it's humbling to actually sit down here and realize that, you know, yes, Weston was a rookie two years ago. And, you know, come to think of it, he did come ask me a whole lot of stuff. And maybe I shouldn't have told him all my tricks or all the things to learn. But, uh, man, look at him. He's off and running, and he's a natural. And we all knew he would be, but uh, it's appreciative. Uh, even most recent, we did the show in San Juan, Puerto Rico, and where Angelina Nock in the Megalodon made her driving debut. And she even came over the radio to me and said, hey, man, would you, would you mind giving me a few pointers and, and this and that? And off the track, too, we, we shared some things. So that's really humbling to hear. Um I feel like I had to learn a lot of things the hard way, but that's okay. I wouldn't have it any other way. And I would rather have those guys come to me and ask me, Hey, what do you think of this? Rather than when I did it, I didn't have very many people. I mean, I had Tom Mintz, of course, 
show me a few things, but that was long before university ever existed. So I kind of, I got thrown in the deep end and fed to the wolves, so to speak. But now to have those guys come to me, that's pretty cool. I would kind of like to take a role of, uh, of, of mentoring some of the guys. Maybe, maybe when I hang the helmet up, I can become something like that. Who knows? But uh, the possibilities are endless, but that is, that is pretty humbling to hear you say that. Well, we're going to talk about Angelina because she's going to be on your series in 2024, but uh, let, let's stick with this right now. You mentioned Tom Mintz helping. I did want to ask you if there were any drivers that that sort of mentored you along the way when you first started. Tom, of course, has mentored so many drivers uh, throughout the the you know Monster Jam career that he's had, uh, but anybody else that stands out to you that maybe helped you along the way? There's a, there's a handful, yeah, and I'd, I'd love to give him a shout out. Um, in no particular order, man, the first time I ever drove out in the field at Digger's Dungeon, it was in the Air Force truck of all, all trucks. Uh, Ryan Anderson was out there, Adam Anderson, Paul Cohen, John Zimmer, um, Dennis Anderson was out there. And then when I finally took over a more professional, you know, a full-time driving gig, Tom Mintz, of course, showed me some ropes. My first year, I was paired up with Barry Musauer, and he taught me all sorts of things that those guys must have left out because uh, it certainly helped. So... Those guys in particular, I definitely, uh, I definitely have a soft spot for. And whenever we do line up on the track together, it's that much more fierce competition. You're going to get that much more out of me and probably them also just because of the relationships we have. I am a huge fan of, of old school trucks. And it's the one thing when we did the mailbag episode, uh, fans asked me what yeah. I want to see come back to Monster Jam. I said some of the old school trucks. So the fact that you mentioned the Air Force afterburner, that uh, that takes us back a little bit, man. Uh, what are your thoughts on uh, your memories of that truck and, and just being in it for however long you were? Yeah, so I was paired up with Bradshaw with that. Um, I came on with, with Monster Jam as a technician full time in 2009. So from 2009 to the final year of the Air Force program in 2011, Man, we went up and down the road with that thing all over the country representing Air Force and some of the most memorable displays with the Air Force truck. We did Kirtland Air Force Base, all these huge base displays. And it was just, it was cool to sit back and think, man, look at what we're doing to represent Monster Jam, our great nation, and all the veterans and, and, and service men and women that are in the Air Force and in our, our armed forces. But Damon was no slouch behind the yeah. wheel. You know, that was his first gig and we won a ton of events with that truck. And I learned a lot um, wrenching on the truck back then. And it's cool now to see how many fans appreciated that truck. Now it was, uh, I guess, I guess we were that much of a force yeah. that uh, yeah, it stuck out that much. And I do miss it. I have some of the body panels uh, of that truck hanging in my shop. And so, yeah, a lot of memories, man, a lot of memories. Yeah, it's still talked about. I'm, I'm a part of Facebook groups uh, for, for classic collectors and Monster Jam fans, and, and that truck is still talked about. So it's great to look back at some of these classic moments of your career and uh, think about what might have been. And maybe the Air, Air Force Afterburner can make a reappearance in Monster Jam at some point. But uh, right now, we are going to take a quick break. Coming up next, we're going to break down 2024, the Road to World Finals on Arena Championship Series East with Cody Saucier. Stick around. More Inside Monster Jam is next. Welcome back to Inside Monster Jam, powered by Lucas Oil. I'm Scott Jordan. I'm joined this week by Dragons Cody Associé as we break down Arena Championship Series East for the 2024 Monster Jam season. So we talked about the past. Let's now focus on the future, Cody, and let's break down your series. We're going to go through some of these competitors and just want to get your thoughts on it. So you uh, you go from Gravediggers Weston Anderson to Brandon Vincent. Now you get Kristen Anderson, who was just two years removed from becoming the first female series champion in 
Monster Jam history. What are your thoughts on competing with Kristen on Arena Championship Series East? Anytime you line up against anybody driving for Team Gravedigger, it's always the best competition. It's there's certainly higher a uh, a pretty stout, uh, you know, a criteria of driver for that truck. And and Kristen is no slouch. I I paired up with her for a mini tour a couple summers ago. Uh, I think it was kind of her rookie year, maybe her sophomore year, but uh, she's come a long way since then. And every I haven't really gotten a chance to compete with her since. So I'm looking forward to that. I know she's got a great crew. She's got a great truck. Um, she, she doesn't have any fear and she's always spot on with certain moves as opposed to some of the other team grave digger drivers. A lot of those guys, they'll probably tell you, they wing a lot of the stuff and they get lucky. Kristen, I think is just good. She always nails a solid backflip. She's, she's great at wheel stance. She's just, she's just a great driver in general. Um, I'm looking forward to it. One of the funniest people I know. And, uh, her and I love to cut up together and laugh. Some of the best laughter is with Kristen. So I'm most forward to looking to that and just, yeah, I'm kind of giggling thinking about some of the stupid things we've gone over in the past, but it'll be a good time. I think she loves being the underdog and she's coming off a, a huge win yeah. at the uh, Superstar Challenge with uh, her team, Team Neon. Um, and speaking of the Superstar Challenge, Romano Castro, who competed uh, on the losing team at the Superstar Challenge, but he's coming off a huge year. He finished second on Arena East behind Weston Anderson. He made his first uh, main field World Finals appearance. And now you get Armando Castro, who I think arguably is one of the best, if not the best drivers when it comes to the Great Clips Two-Wheel Skills Challenge. So there's a lot of points on the board every night from that competition. So uh, how do you think you match up with Armando? Man, Armando is a lot like myself. We're both huge gearheads. He's a car collector. He's a muscle car guy. And I love that. Uh, I can always pinpoint out an exceptional driver by the way they run the throttle. And Armando is spot on with the throttle. He's always on it at the perfect times and off of it at the perfect time. So he's a come a long way, man, much like Kristen. So those guys, I fear them a little bit, not going to lie. I know that they're, uh, I know that they're coming for me and, and uh, it's going to be that much better of a season knowing that those two are going to be the ones to, to shoot for. Not that everybody else, well, I'm sure we'll get to those guys, but there's some other ones on the tour also that I have my eye on and then not to jump too far ahead, but man, this year um, to my knowledge is going to be a total game changer across the board. Because yeah. I believe all Monster Jam trucks are going to electronic fuel injection. Mm -hmm. yep. So it's going to be a total, total change for everybody. It might be good. It might be bad. Yeah. It evens the playing field a little bit because we, we've had our fleet trucks with EFI for a few years now. All independent trucks are adding that as well. So it does even the playing field a little bit as far as technology goes. And that's, a, um, I don't know if it's an advantage or a disadvantage to really have that because you still have some of our independent teams that have had this old school mentality that's worked well for them. But now everybody across the board is going to have that, that electronic fuel injection. They're going to know what's wrong with their truck the moment that it's wrong. They're going to be able to fix it quicker. Yeah. Absolutely. We've been working with Holly for the past few years, and there's some other companies out there that provide electronic fuel injection. So I don't think there's a rule as to what brand you have to use. But man, if I, if I had to take a guess, the Hall brothers that are coming on my tour, I know they're going to produce, they already produce huge power. So with the, with the aid of electronic fuel injection for those guys, man, there's going to be some final rounds where you see the old Raminator in there yeah. and dominating. So it's anybody's game now, man. It, it like I said, it might be it might be bad. There's a lot of learning curve, you know. If you throw somebody out to the into the wool, so to speak, with a brand new injection setup that doesn't have any testing on it, hopefully those guys can get some testing right now. We only have what a little over a month away, so yep. we'll see. 
Yeah, we did a whole episode on EFI. You can check that on the archives as well. We're, we're just changing the game here on Inside Monster Jam, Cody. We're talking about everything, man. Now, let's keep rocking out. You mentioned the Hall brothers. You get Mark Hall and Kurt Kramer. I saw on social media that Kurt uh, unveiled a new body uh, for his truck. And, and the Hall brothers have been doing this thing for as long as I can remember. I mean, they have great yeah. equipment. They're competitive. Mark has won a lot of competition. So what are your thoughts on uh, on being on tour with the Hall brothers and, and seeing the Raminator and Ramunition uh, each week? So cool, man. Mark and Tim Hall, those guys are Hall of Famers in their own right. And they're, they're so professional, man. They got Ram brand behind them. Two huge represented trucks within Monster Jam. And, you know, their, their haulers look professional. Their monster trucks look professional. Their crew always looks professional. And their trucks perform tip-top all the time. And huge, you know, Hemi power. Those trucks are so awesome to hear and see leave the line. I love watching them leave the line, man. And just, you can tell they have big power. But to compete against Mark Hall is, uh, is special to me, man. I, I've grown up watching this industry. And Mark's been around for since the beginning him and his brother both to see them. I was a kid. I remember one instance and one event in particular was uh, the Baton Rouge Centroplex. And it was Monster Jam, the early years of Monster Jam. And Mark was there in the truck called the Executioner. Yeah. And I'll never forget the image of that truck. And Mark had his long blonde hair back then. So I guess he went to Great Clips since then and got cleaned up. But man, he's still the fierce competitor out there behind the wheel. And I'm excited. I think you should bring back the long blonde here. Mark, if you're watching, you know, you got some time. Bring it back for the 2024 season. Uh, final three competitors on your series that have been announced. You get Zach Gardner and Chad Tingler with Team Overboard. So Chad slides over from Zombie uh, to Rock Overboard. You get Zach and Wildside. And then we talked about the rookie Angelina Nock, uh, who is uh, in a big spot here uh, as a rookie. She's got a lot of eyeballs on her. Talk about uh, your expectations uh, of Zach, Chad, and Angelina when it comes to this series. Another one, man. Big power already and then you throw in some electronic fuel injection with Zach and Chad. I talk to Zach's dad quite often, Jamie Garner and I. We keep in touch, and he says he was already making big power. They found some good combinations in the offseason. Uh, and then you throw in the mix of EFI, and Zach is already an exceptional driver, racing freestyle skills that don't matter. That kid is awesome. Big, wide housing truck, throwing that thing around these arenas like it's a toy. Yeah, I'm, I'm anxious to see what, he, what he's got in store. I'm anxious to see what they got in store as far as their equipment. And they got a whole new, new to them, Chad Tingler, no, no stranger to, to, to driving the Monster Jam truck. I've learned a lot from Chad. We've obviously worked together in the past. And um, Angelina, she was a little timid her first event uh, in San Juan. Uh, I think everybody's timid their first event. She's got a long road ahead of her. Super sweet gal. Not to uh, take anything back from her, just being timid. I just think she's got a lot to learn yet. And uh, I hope... Like we mentioned earlier, I hope maybe she'll come to me and say, hey, can you show me a thing or two here? I'll be glad to do so. Everybody's just out there for a good time. When the helmets go on, man, is a time to uh, to get serious and, and go for the W. Uh, well, Arena Championship Series East kicks off January 6th in Florence, South Carolina. Coming up next, your fan questions are asked to Cody. That's next on Inside Monster Jam, powered by Lucas Oil. Welcome back to Inside Monster Jam, powered by Lucas Oil. It's our season two finale with Dragons Cody Sosia. It's time for your fan questions. You can submit each week on Instagram at Scott Jordan MJSX. Up first, let's go to a friend of the show. Freddie B TV is asking, will you drive the sauce machine next year? I have no idea what that <laughs> means, uh, but obviously it means something. So uh, yeah. I, I got to know, what's the sauce machine, man? Man, I'm, I was, I'm from Louisiana. 
I'm a food guy. I love to eat. I love good food. And I guess that's where he gets it from. And my mixture with my last name, that's what my last name means in French a little bit, but, uh, man, Freddie was one of our hosts, exceptional hype, man. Freddie yeah. was always over the top, man. Excited. I even loved watching and listening to him announce. It was just, it would get you hyped up. And, yeah. uh, Freddie, I don't know the answer to that, but it's good to hear from you, man. Thank you. All right. Well, we're all looking forward to the sauce machine. I'm going to have to touch base with you at World Finals next year with that. Yeah. Uh, Jeremy Bunting, 134, says, after winning Arena Racer of the Year, what are you focusing on to get more overall wins this coming season? Focusing on continuing that, uh, just hitting my marks. We've already got the, the, the motor stuff, the EFI stuff tuned just right. All the other guys in competition, they have that, that to figure out. So, that might be a little bit of advantage to, to myself. Um, don't want to win that way, but man, a win's a win. If you can't get across the yeah. line, I'm sorry about your luck. That's just the way it is. That's racing. And, uh, um, to win that, I don't know if we'd be able to win it two years in a row, but that would certainly be something to be most prideful for man. And, and I, let's go for it. Why not? Let me shoot for it again. I'll, I'll, I'll put it in the final round every night. Let's do it. There you go. Everybody's friends, so the light goes green. Then it's uh, every man or That's woman it. for themselves there. Uh, let's see. We, we talk about rivals here. Uh, we talked about your relationship with Todd LaDuke, but Mike Trapper 04 wants to talk about Camden Murphy. You're, you're often named with Camden Murphy as two racers in Monster Jam, but he wants to know if you consider Camden a rival of yours. Um, I don't think I necessarily consider Camden a rival. We're great friends. He's a racer at heart. I mean, he does everything from NASCAR to simulation world to Monster Jam. Anything he gets behind the wheel of, it's perfect. Um, I don't know about a rivalry. <laughs> but to answer a question in a roundabout way, I don't believe I've ever lost to Camden. There you go. Put See, it that now that's a rivalry right so. there. That's, that's the trash talk, man. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Yeah. All right, so listen, this episode is going to air around the holidays. Anything you want to say to our, our great fans out there before we wrap this up? Uh, just that. Thank you for a great 2023 season. And uh, I'm looking forward to a great 2024 season. So, again, thanks for all your support. Happy holidays from my family to yours, and we'll see you out on the track. Yeah, thank you so much, Cody. Looking forward to seeing you down the road. Happy holidays to each and every one of you out there. That's the wrap for Season 2. The great news is I'll see you right back here for Season 3 of Inside Monster Champ, powered by Lucas Oil.